In the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. Amen. Now you all know I love to do pop quizzes about the scripture that we've read in the past few weeks. But sadly, I don't have you all here in front of me to give answers, and Patty and Nathan, it's not really fair because they've probably preached some of it. But I do hope that with vaccinations, we will be able to safely gather again together someday. But if you were sitting out there, my question for you would be, what was our scripture reading from the Old Testament two weeks ago? Hmm? Anyone remember? It was the Genesis reading. The Genesis reading of the first day of creation when God separated dark from light. And then what was the Old Testament reading last week? I'll give you a hint. It's my second favorite story after anything having to do with Moses. It was the story of God calling Samuel to be a prophet. And then today, we hear the story of Jonah and Nineveh, who reluctantly but eventually became the prophet God called him to be. Next week, we get Moses. The week after that, Isaiah. And the week after that, we get Elijah and Elisha. You see, we are in the season of epiphany, the season of light, and we hear from the prophets who are called to spread God's word to those around them. And when you think about that, that pairs so brilliantly with our gospel lesson today, where Jesus is also calling the disciples to go and to spread God's word and to spread God's light. I was reading a blog post by Debbie Thomas, and she asked a question that stopped me in my tracks. Do we believe any of this? I mean, really, deep in our hearts, when push comes to shove, do we believe that our faith makes urgent, time-sensitive claims on us? It's a good question. Do we believe our faith matters? Does our faith make urgent, time-sensitive claims on us like it did on Samuel and Jonah and Isaiah and Moses, Elisha and Elijah? Does our faith make urgent, time-sensitive claims on us like it did with the fisher folk who Jesus called? You see, in this season of Epiphany, after we have the grand celebration of Jesus' birth, we're called to once again reckon with our faith as we step into this new year. It's kind of nice liturgical timing, if you ask me. Because as we're reckoning with our faith through these calling of the prophets, this work of those who serve God, it's also a time for us to prepare for our Lent journey that awaits us in just a few weeks, believe it or not. What place does your faith have in your life? 
And you've heard me ask this question dozens of times from this pulpit. And I'll be honest, the question, does your faith matter when you walk out of these doors, is a question that I reckon with regularly. The preachers from the St. Cross pulpit can get up here and we can all preach till we are blue in the face. We can encourage and ask and cajole and present possibilities. But it's solely up to you how you live out your faith in the privacy of your own life. And I admit, sometimes it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell how well we are succeeding in leading faithful lives. It's not like there's a scorecard where we can tick off that we've accomplished these faith goals. Or it's not like God ranked the Ten Commandments, and so if you accomplish or you fulfill one commandment or another, it gives you points and you can rack up until you get your golden halo. The truth is, how we evaluate our life of faith is between you and God. How many of you can say that you've had a change of habit, or a change of heart, or a change of action due to your faith? How many of you have given up something that matters a lot to you because your faith was more important than owning or having or doing something else? I know that some of you, if not most of you, have had faith-filled moments. And for that I give thanks. I'm forever impressed with individuals' ability to give when asked, to offer the fruits of their labor, to help a neighbor in need. But the challenge with living our faith fully, our challenge with being relentlessly called to not just share the good news, but to live the good news, to share the love and the light of Christ, that challenge never ends. It is ever before us. The challenge of our faith is with us every time we make a decision. It is with us any time we spend money. Anytime we cast a vote, anytime we shop at one store over another, anytime we get into our car, anytime we are active on social media, or dare I even say passive. The challenge to live a faithful life should, or at least hopefully, permeates every aspect of our lives much like the prophets that we are hearing about, the faithful life is something that we are always becoming. It is a repetitive action that we engage in again and again. And as I like to say, we don't always get it right, but we just go back and try it again. And perhaps most importantly, did you notice that Jesus didn't just call the apostles and give them a, a tract or a book and say, okay, go on now, go, go share the good news. 
Go back and look at what Jesus says to them. He says, follow me and I will make you. I will make you. We don't make ourselves. God makes us. Our bringing our faith into every aspect, every decision, every moment of our lives is a journey led by Jesus. God's light doesn't just hit us one day and we all run through the streets of the South Bay proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, although I might pay money to see that happen. Rather, our faith journey starts with our following. We follow when we pray. We follow when we give. We follow when we listen. We follow when we err on the side of relationship rather than holding our own opinion. We follow when we figure out what gifts we have and decide to share those for the good of the wider community. We follow when we faithfully follow God taking us. God leading us just like the prophets. And when we follow, God will make us into the transformed people who share the good news by the very way we live our lives. So I can't have you here for a pop quiz today, but that doesn't mean the old teacher in me can't give you a homework assignment. I want you to think back over this past year, the big year, not just the past whatever, how many days we are, 23 days. Think back over 2020, or maybe even over just the past few months. Where might you or I have altered my words or actions so that I could bring them in closer alignment with my faith? Spend time this week looking back. And then with God's help, decide what needs to look different in your life moving forward. What is it that Jesus is calling you to leave behind as the disciples did? And where is God calling that God will make you into a new and faithful follower. Amen.